And welcome back to the Annotate Podcast. We are now in 2020. We've made it to the next decade. And with a new decade comes a new season of the Annotate Podcast. And so as you probably noticed, if you're listening to this right now, we have a new opening theme for our Annotate Podcast. We also have some great new content coming up this year. So everyone definitely stay tuned for that. But our first bit of great new content is actually looking back at the previous year with our yearly Annotate Anime Awards. So actually, T-Grip, our fellow author T-Grip, um, helped us coordinate that this year. So T-Grip, could you really briefly explain the rules of this poll? I sure can. Um, so rules are relatively simple. Each author was allowed 10 total entries, but I did take in ballots as, as few as five entries and error in between that. So if you list at like, you know, eight or seven, um, the main two rules were that the show had to be legally airing in the West. So unfortunately shows like B-Stars weren't allowed for the poll, even though I like B-Stars. And any show that aired in 2019, whether it started or, you know, started in 2018 or finished 2019, that was allowed onto the onto, onto the list. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So basically, if let's say that I ranked a show ninth and Requiem ranked a show 10, so that show would have a total of three points then, right? Uh, if you ranked it like bottom nine and bottom 10 then yeah, yeah. Three, three yeah. points. Okay. Right. Exactly. So, okay. Sounds great. So before we get to reading our list, as you guys are already aware, I have myself and T-Grip in this podcast, but we are joined by Anime Expertise, and we have three members of the Anime Expertise squad today. We've got our boy Requiem here. Evening, gentle weebs. <laughs> we have Kingsty Chan. Really? <laughs> <laughs> And we've got Luigi, do or die. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and so, without further ado, I say that we should get started on this list. And before we get going here, so we have several shows that are really tied up. So I'm going to kind of read the ones that have tied amounts of points all together before we give our feedback on them. Um, it's worth noting that no one here has seen the full list except for T-Grip and myself as I'm literally viewing it right now. So here we go. First up, we have tied for places 67 through 72. So a total of 72 shows made our lists. And they've all got one point here. It's the Rascal Bunny Girl movie, No Guns Life, My Hero Academia 4. Oh, yeah, baby. How heavy are the dumbbells you lift? Oh, yeah, Pop baby. Craft, uh, yeah. And Banania. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm so shocked. That Man, someone yeah. voted for Cockcroft. So am I. I it wasn't me. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Wait, it wasn't you, Requiem. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I was like, okay, Cockcroft got a vote. Requiem made it as number ten. That's the only explanation. <laughs> ah, it was somebody else. Maybe somebody specifically trolling uh, T Grip. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's possible. You never know. I'm kind of disappointed that No Guns Life is here, but I can see why. I can. It's a show I liked, but I wouldn't have put it in my top ten. So I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. It's one yeah. of the casualties of just the format. Well, I feel like one of those things with these kind of lists, right, is when you have a top 10, 
the top ones maybe have a little bit more like it's more likely that we're all going to be like, oh, yeah, I can sort of see that. But sometimes what people consider like their lower downs on the list could be like way lower for other people because it gets a lot more, you know, like flexible in those lower numbers, I feel. Mm -hmm. To be fair, it is really hard to cut it down to just 10. It's like yeah. picking kids. I had to make some painful cuts. I had like a short <laughs> list of 15. Hold on. Luigi, do you say it's like picking kids? Like picking your favorite kid, like your favorite child. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's quite that level. <laughs> I, I think that's a... I that's hope not anymore. Yeah, I think, I, I think I mean, it's way more serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I mean, I think we can tell who in this chat are members of the Slains. Hey. What? Who? No. Never heard of it. What's a Slain? <laughs> So um, I think one thing that was interesting to me, though, at this lower part is that, I, I mean, I know, I know that, right, a lot of people, you know, there's that fight back like Bugsy and My Hero Academia or whatever, but I was surprised that it only got one point. I thought it would be like a little bit higher than that. Mm -hmm. It's been Yeah, that was, that was me, actually. I did vote. I did vote. That was my one. I basically had one vote left where I was like, okay, what do I want to like give this thing to? And honestly, there was like no real show in there. It was our, it was our this or Genlock. Honestly, that was the animation, but I was kind of going, eh, does that really count? So I decided to, like, what's out? Just give it to MHA, even though I am really enjoying this season of MHA, even though mm -hmm. not many people are, so. It's interesting to see its decline over the years. It keeps falling further and further down our list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do think that part of it is that there's less, like, excitement when you've got a new sequel after sequel after sequel. In terms mm -hmm. of like voting at your favorite show, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, entering yeah. The it's entering the territory of like One Piece and stuff, where it's a wrong, right. long, long-running show, and people stop voting for it. Right. Like, and, I and... mean, there are some shows like um, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, where fans of it would go like, "Oh yeah, the second season is way better than the first season." Right. There are a lot of people that think that, but for the most part, it's kind of like the longer it goes, the less like enthusiasm there is for it, at least in terms of ranking it in your top shows mm -hmm. of the year. So. Mm -hmm. I think, and the show was only, or the season was only half over by the time the end of the yeah, year. That too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and might, this, might get. This, this first half has been pretty uh, slow. Like just these most recent episodes have started to ramp things up, so that probably plays into it as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, some of these, like No Guns Life and Hiraka, may place again next year, but higher up. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, No Guns Life is still going. Uh, it's split core. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't realize that. So anyone have any other comments about these shows on this with these one points here? I'm pleased uh, to see Banania made the cut because that show is great. Oh, <laughs> and that's all yeah, I have to say about it. Don't and same it. with same with Dumbbells, because I really enjoyed that too. I didn't vote for either of these, but hmm. some hero right. did. And with that noted. We have our next set, which are ties for shows that have two points total. Um, so these are probably either one person gave them ninth place or two people gave them 10th place. And these mm. are ranked 60 through 66. Um, so we've got Send You Girl, uh, PSO2 Oracle, Fantasy Star Online, Overcautious Hero, One Punch Man 2, Noel and Pita, Demon School Irumakun, and certain a certain scientific accelerator. Yeah, on first glance, it devastates me that Senrio Girl is this far down, and that that votes me. That's me giving it ninth place, and then <laughs> it infuriates me that PSO two Oracle is on here because that show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
And also, who would have predicted at the beginning of the year that One Punch Man 2 would be this far down? Quite a few people. Uh, people That show had a lot of hype, man. That show had a lot of hype. But I think that even going into this year, people knew the studio had changed, so a bunch of people were really concerned about that. And I I know that in the end, a lot of people actually thought it was still a pretty good series, and so I'm actually kind of surprised that it's this low. But if if you had asked me at the beginning of this past year if it was going to be on this list it would have been like probably not looks like the adaptation's getting trashed so no it was pretty good it just it was such a step down from season one but i still think that's more because season one is so great and that not that this one was so bad yeah yeah so anyone like when, any... when, when man house knocked it out of the park as much as they did you it only could only go down with a different studio yeah there is that is true like reaching that level again would be almost impossible so I'm surprised that Iruma-kun is so low just because I felt like a lot of people in the chat were really talking that one up the past few months. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I think for that one, a few people are holding off and going to vote for it next year, well, this year, because it's still airing. Yeah, that one was tough. That was a very last-second cut for mine. I, I cut it basically it's number 11. Ouch. I do so love there are no, no HMs, so... It's nice to see... It. Nolan Peta on here, and I know exactly who voted for it because I yeah. gave it one vote, and so did. And so did I. So did I. <laughs> we, we both, we both we put it at number five. ten. All right, there you go. We got just to, just to, just to throw it in there because it was a great short. It's probably the best short I watched all year. It's yeah, a very interesting story, especially the first episode. You'd never guess how actually affecting it was. It was like. It was really good. It was a really good example of how to do a short anime because it didn't, it felt like it was made to be a short, not like mm-hmm. it was an adaptation that had to be cut into six minutes an episode or however long it was. It felt mm-hmm. made to be a short and it used that time well. Yeah, no, that's good. There are a lot of short anime that I feel like. It's. I mean, there's some long ones that should have been shorts, but there are also a lot of shorts where it's more like it's just a really low-budget adaptation. And you can yeah. usually tell when that's... Yeah, I, I wouldn't consider it. this one low-budget. It, it was like it's just... Got a, it, it's stylistic, but it looks good at what it does, especially mm-hmm. in some of those later episodes when it completely flips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It I'm does surprised seem over, stuff. I'm surprised over Cautious Heroes so low. Yeah, but I should notice it's so far the only isekai. That's true. Yeah, that's true for, for now. <laughs> but it won't I, be I, last. I'm assuming, I'm assuming a couple more will make the list, but I'm surprised mm-hmm. this one is so low because it was one of the better ones this year. Um, yeah. I think that one, it had like a very good... The first three or four episodes really good. That's where I stuck with it. But by episode five or six, that's definitely where I left off. Uh, and from what I heard about the ending, the ending was so tonally different from the rest of the series. I can kind of understand why for a few people... I really made. liked the ending. I think the ending kind of saved the show for me. It made the yeah. main character... Really? Me too. Me like too the, yeah, the ending saved the main character from being insufferable. Okay, well... There were, right um, so I know that there were two votes for it because I made it my number 10, so someone else must have made uh, okay. it their number 10. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I did not think... I did not begin the beginning of this year thinking that I'd have an isekai on my list at all, so congratulations over Cautious Hero. I'm pretty I sure I put one that. on mine, which is further up the list. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mm. they're going to print that out, frame it, and put it on the wall in the studio. I mean, I, I, <laughs> wait, I, wait, my, I wait my royalties. 
Proton yeah. was not disappointed in this one. See, you know what's crazy though is there was a time where I actually really, really liked Isekai and would look forward to a new one, and that time was like four years ago now, I think, because they, um, they, it's just I don't know. I've become there's just too many, there's too much shit out there nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I see a new Isekai is coming out, and I'm like, all right, here we go again. And I usually just don't even bother watching them at this point. This is the first season in a long time we've not had a single isekai. It's actually kind of weird. Uh, wait, right now? Yeah, yeah we do technically. No, no, there's no, two... we do. We... No, there's yeah, no we... technical isekais because nobody changes worlds. There's two that oh, set in virtual. Okay. There's two like MMO shows. Yeah. Okay. Right. But, well, there's certain virtual not... MMOs which are basically isekai, but they're not technically. Isekai. I'd say I'd say that I'd say that that counts because the whole isekai sort of genre kind of came from Sword Art Online in the first place. Yeah. So. Yeah, but in these shows, they're not trapped there. They can leave anytime they want. Hmm. Okay. So. Sorry, anyways, anyway, let's move on. No other notes on these two-point shows. I'm assuming. Accelerator happened. Accelerator happened. So move on. <laughs> ranks 59 through 55. We have the quintessential quintuplets. Season oh, yeah. Master Takagi-san 2, Isekai Quartet, Bang Dream 2. And Ace of Diamond 2. I didn't even know there was a Bang Dream 2. There's a Bang yeah, Dream I, 3. Yeah, oh, there, there is. Yeah. That's actually so how I found, out about, I found out about number 2 because I saw an announcement for number 3 and I was like, oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Poor Bang Dream. Yeah. I'm I, actually thought, I thought Quintumplus would be higher. I, it I was very too. popular. Yeah. I the Wife Who Wars Alone. Yeah. Um, I thought East Sky Quartet was going to be higher too because I know I gave that show three points, so I'm a little surprised. I think I was the only person who voted for it, so I'm surprised it's so low. You so gave it three, you're with, the only um, person. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be higher once Shield Heroes in it for the next season, obviously. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no, 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 I don't so, want that. <laughs> I think that um, quintessential quintuplets. So I just want to say, like, the thing for me is that I know that a lot of people, it's probably like, one of the best harem like rom-coms but for me like i tried watching it because people like told me that it was really good and the first few episodes i was just like i don't know why this is better than anything else i assume that it's the long-term build-up of things but after like four or five episodes i just was totally not feeling it at all so Mm. the anime isn't a great adaptation of the manga either mostly because of some like it's you can tell it's kind of a budget show like there's some yeah weird animation stuff but yeah lots of the good development comes later in the manga which is finishing in like six chapters or something like that yeah it's getting us and the anime is getting a second season right yeah yeah so we'll see i don't know how far they adapted in the first season but maybe they'll try to like do a full adaptation with the second yeah it would have to be at least two core to get the rest of the manga yeah we'll see i i have a i have a funny feeling that they're going to do a single core and try to cram everything in Oh God! Also, like, like, a certain, the, like certain other harem shows that, that just we, we never learn approach. Yeah. Uh, oh is, fuck is, that show! Isn't 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 it kind of like interesting that the show called We Never Learn botched its it botched its execution? Uh, okay, but I, I I'm gonna put this. I just gotta say, like We Never Learn. I really don't see how it's such a how it's so much better than every other show. Like some people are going like it's like a better Nisekoi. And I, I think like, I like Nisekoi better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't see it. Like, I think that there's an argument to be made, but I really don't see how it can get such universally acclaimed 
superiority to Nisako, uh, Nisakoi because I just don't, I don't know. It, it just feels to me like a lot of any, most complaints that one would have with Nisakoi were probably also similar issues. And we never learned based on my experience watching both of the shows, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess I think people found Nisako annoying and they didn't find we never learned quite the same. Hmm. They both yeah. had their issues though. Yeah. Hmm. So, so um, hey, four-point shows. Yeah. So we're moving on to we've got two four-point shows, ranks 54 and 53, and they're um, Rila Kuma and Kaoru, and then uh, Fairy Tale final season. So Fairy Tale's finally ended, I guess. So that's a thing. I can't believe someone voted for this. I heard this season was garbage. That's what I heard. Fairy, fairy Tale? <laughs> yeah, I heard it was bad. Yeah. Isn't most of Fairy Tale bad, though? It, most yeah, of it is. The beginning of it was it, all right. The, okay, yeah. I've, I've, it's one of the few shows that I've dropped after watching more than 100 episodes. Wow. I'd say it's one I, of the few shows that you've dropped. You can just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, shut up. I was, trying, I was trying to make it sound like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm just glad someone else voted for uh, Real Kuma because I put two points for I, that, and I guess I'm one or two. Ninety percent sure I know who did, who it was. It's probably Coda. Mm. Yeah, Coda loved that show. I guess I don't know though. That one was stop animation or stop motion, right? Yeah, it is, and I don't think it's short form. I think okay, I'm not, I'm I can't remember now if it's short form or not. But that show is just like it's so just nice and warm and fuzzy. It's like pretty comfy. Exactly. It's it's almost like laid back camp, I think, where it's like just a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling whenever I watch it. So hmm. I, I kind of wish it did a little bit better. Not a lot. So we've well. got we've got a uh, three number five uh, five point shows. So these are ranks fifty two to fifty, and they're Symphogear XV, Outburst, Dreamer Boys, Food Wars four. Gee, I wonder who voted for Symphogear. Yeah, so, I have no idea. I mean, like we'll just never know. <laughs> we'll just never know. Mm. What, is, what the hell is friend. Outcast Dreamer Boys? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a male male idol show? It yeah, would have to be, is. right? Uh, yeah. I I'm, I'm it sounds like it. voted for this. Yeah, I've got I've got an, I've got an inkling, but we're not gonna we're not gonna reveal that. We keep we yeah. keep some things hidden. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I heard Food Wars Four face. wasn't good too, so I'm surprised to see that here too. Yeah, I feel like Food Wars Four though is one of those things where the manga was just really terrible. Because I've mm. heard that the manga, like the that arc that they were doing, that they got into in the third season, and then they carried that arc through, and no one liked it, and then it finally ended, and they started a new arc, and people hated that one even more. So like the sales, <laughs> I think the sales over the period of a year or so, um, became like they went were cut into like a third of what they used to be, and so the, yeah, so Food Wars actually got canceled. The manga ended. Jesus. Wait, it has? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were like, you got four weeks to end this thing, and oh, so it's damn. done. Yeah, but I mean, oh, but I haven't read, I haven't read the later parts of the manga, but it sounds like it hasn't been good for a really long time, and so it was probably time to end it a long time ago. So that's too bad, though. Oh my god! So I looked up Outburst Dreamer Boys. It's an Otome show where all the boys are Chunibios. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? And it's by I, Studio I, I, Dean. All right, I think I know who voted for it. I got a good vibe on who voted for it now. Yeah. Oh right. no. Moving got, on got, to our our sixes, we got three shows with six points, uh, and so they are ranked 
49-48-47, and their Kengan Ashira Given and Fate Heavens Feel 2. So that's the movie, the Fate movie. Yeah, yes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really happy to see a Kengan Ashira on here. I didn't vote for it, but I did really I, like it. It's I only assumed CGI it. I so assumed it was you. I really yeah. assumed it was you. Was it me? <laughs> I did really like it. Um, Isn't this just Discount Bucky? No, it's it's Bucky, but it's like it's easier to watch because it's less freaking ridiculous. It's CGI anime, which I almost always hate, but I managed to get through it because it was just amusing enough. My favorite part is that they all fight for companies, but obviously they can't use the real company, so you get the amusing anime fake business names. <laughs> okay, like, now I'm interested. Like Nintendo. Yeah, I love Nintendo. Bundai. But yeah, it's actually it's like it's like Baki, which I also loved. So I'm glad it's on the list. I don't know who voted for it. Given what I didn't about know about Heavens, it about 10 minutes ago. What about Heaven's Field 2? Did anyone watch that? Um, I've you watched it, but I've, seen, I've read the source material, and I know which I haven't seen any Fate. Mm. Yeah. I actually started Ow. getting... I actually started getting to, into Fate this year. Like, I finally took that lump, that, that jump for it, and even though I still don't understand, like, 80% of it, I kind of... I've seen snippets of that film online, and it's like, yeah, I, I, can, I can kind of see why it ranks so low, but it's an anime movie, so it and they're starting to get more popular now, so I can kind of—I'm pleased to see it on its list. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The Fate franchise is all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. I yes. just—I mean, especially when they started just giving them like so many anime adaptations to all the random side projects that these mm-hmm. guys have worked on. It's just like, I—I uh, I don't need, I, How can you even tell where do where does someone begin with Fate nowadays? I don't know. Yeah, the side um, projects are usually the best ones. Yeah, and Fate Abridged, which is actually pretty good too. Oh no, I've not actually seen that. I didn't know it had an abridged. I should have assumed it did. Oh, uh, which which one have you seen? The Project Mouthwash one? I've not seen any of them. I didn't know it existed. Oh, um, I'm going to make a recommendation. Um, if you can, if you have free time on YouTube, look up Unlimited, Bri- Unlimited Blade Works Abridged by Project Mouthwash. It's like someone who actually understands all of fate, so it has oh, all no. the in-jokes somehow, and oh, it no. works amazingly well. It's by... It's by all the same people who worked on Sword Online Bridge worked on this series, okay. and it's like, it is like where well, I would start with Fate because it's like really simple and fun. So That's nowadays, cool. the Type Moon is basically a gotcha company, so mm-hmm. they can uh, they can have fun with that. The lines, like at Comic Cat, though, the lines are just nuts for Fate for a Type Moon every year. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like you can't you have to get there at like six in the morning to even have a chance at waiting in line for four hours to get anything because they are sold I'm out. I'm wondering every time. if. Fate Babylon will place next year. I'm, I wonder if people left it off the list because it's going into next year. I really hope that's the case because actually I like Fate Babylon. Like the first it's episode, really, it's really pretty. It looks really. Yeah, good. It was kind of slow start, but once it got to the Ushiwaka versus the the Kaiju fight, I was like, yes, oh my God, I'm that's in. Such a good fight. <laughs> I know. Huh. And that's the I mobile game that. adaptation, right? Yeah. I'm kind of still surprised they made a movie of this because. I didn't see the movie, but I did what years ago. I was curious about fate, so I did. I watched Let's Play videos of all three routes from the original visual, okay. visual novel, and yeah. Heaven's Feel was the one that made me go, oh, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, Heaven's oh, Feel yeah. is a fucking heavy story. It's it, it's completely different from the first two routes. I mean, to yeah. be fair, they adapted a lot of the more fucked up stuff that happens in Heaven's Feel in Fate Zero, so they've already trod that ground. Mm. Yeah, no, they definitely Worms, they toss some of that stuff in in Fate uh, Zero. So, but moving on, we've got to get to our number sevens. I'm going to read our sevens and eights here. So these are ranked 46 through 43, respectively. And we have 
da 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 dun card fight vanguard attack on titan three high score girl ovas and agretzko so card fight vanguard i mean we're just never going to know who voted for that it's just Not always a, be a mystery truly <laughs> truly unknown the card fight fairy mm. yeah other than that uh, though uh, attack on titan three i've heard that the third season is a lot better than the second season I really like I really like the third season. I I fucking hate the second season of AOT. I I think it's just really really bad. Um, what was bad so about it? It the the pacing. The well, that too, but like nothing happens in all twelve episodes. Yeah, I I I found it boring. Which Attack on Titan shouldn't be boring. Um, yeah, but okay. I think I, I think agree. I think season three is the best uh, best season yet. Would you say it's a good ending point or not? Because I've I heard from this point onwards it's gonna fall off a cliff and get terrible. Um Yeah, if they cut it off here, there'd be a lot of loose threads, but it ended at a really satisfying point. So I could see if they cut it off here, if the rest of the source material is bad, I'd be okay with it. Cool. That's a good yeah, thing to they, hear. They did. They did announce the final season, though, so they were not going to cut it off there. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, oh not, boy. it's not Witch oh Studio boy. anymore, right? Yeah. It, I don't think it's going to It's changing studios, which is always death. Yeah. I feel uh, like Witch is it? probably. They've read the source material and they're like, "All right, we out." <laughs> Who, who's who's <laughs> taking it up? Who's taking it up? Do you know or? It hasn't been announced. No. Okay. Dean. What if Studio Dean? It's fucking Dean. We all know it's going to be Dean. I hope it's Polygon Pictures. Oh my god! god. Oh my god! No, no, no! I want, I, want, I want to be patching so badly because it would still look good, but then the writing would fit like how crap it's gonna be. So, oh, that, that's would, the real question job. is: Would Levi still be sexy in CGI? Yes, I say yes. Sexiness, you know, exceeds all boundaries. It's true. But, I mean, he's an he's an established character. They could make him super ugly now, and no one would care. I mean, they'd be mad, but they would still love him. True. I mean, it's is this. I hope that they do the second. This sorry, the fourth season so bad that people just retcon it out of existence, like which they did with Shana. What about a Gretzko? Because people, did anyone here vote for a Gretzko? I know that was popular. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I gave it. I gave it four points. I think I gave it four points as well. Is it at eight points? Then yeah, it's at eight. Yeah, points. You two guys, yay! <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 I'm really like Godzi didn't vote for this show. Yeah, I am too. Um, maybe he, maybe he forgot about it. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, I, I really like this season. It's, it's, it, it's not better than the first season. It's still as good as, and that's still like a high mark. So. For me, it was good enough to like get onto my top ten list. So yeah, it was a good like thematic development from the first season. It really elaborated on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm. So looking at our number nine, eight, eight, so... not yet. I do want to say oh. a little bit about High Score Girl. All right, I think what the you show say? is the most unfairly like dismissed show. It's the second season, and OVAs looked considerably better than the dodgy CJ CG they've been given. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's like a B-Stars or Land of the Lustrous, but it's really come into its own, and I think the ending was so satisfying. And I know it's not on the list because it's in Netflix prison, but mm-hmm. I would have voted I, this show really highly. Yeah, I did have to tell the person who actually... 
I'm not going to say who vote for, but I did tell them, look, you can't vote for season two. It's not officially here yet. But I, but they did say, well, the OVAs are here. I did watch those, and I allowed them to. Oh, the OVA cool. is such a fantastic little arc. It's just mm-hmm. like a free episode. It's not self-contained because it follows on from the first season and leads into the second season. But mm-hmm. it's everything the high school girl, girl's about, and it's such a good little thing. It's the two girls fighting over the main guy in the only way they know how, video games. Okay, <laughs> and it, it leads up those those two, the, sorry, the two girls going up against each other in a fighting tournament. Hmm. I'd heard it's good. Uh, I think Stanley was recommending it to me too. He said it was I recommended it to Stan. <laughs> oh, that was you. Okay, so it's all come. It's all come from Kingsy, I guess. I've been pushing this show since Ed. I love this show. <clears throat> but now we've got the number nines. So these are ranked forty-two Ooh. through forty. Oh and we my. have Stars Align, Sword Art Online 3, and didn't I say to make my abilities average in another world or whatever the hell it's called? What an interesting life, mix. Sir. Oh. Average abilities was my second favorite isekai of the year. I think it's adorable. It's Same. Cute. I mean, it's that opened, my favorite OP it, of the year. That opening is going to be forever jammed in my yeah. head. Wow. The, the uh-huh. opening is... Yeah, yeah, I like the um the songs all right, but I just like that part in the middle where they have where they're like dancing in the line or whatever. I thought that's pretty good. That dance is really it's so charming and really nice. Yeah. It's a really fun show too. I like it. It's proof that Isekai still has juice in it if you do it right. Uh, it's interesting the the best Isekai this year have both had female protagonists. Yeah, that is a big switch because that takes away some yeah. of the power fantasy element of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say, or like, at least if, if, if not, or at least not if not take it away, at least gives it to a different group of people. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of which, Sora Online Three, it's actually getting points again. <laughs> oh yeah, that? baby! <laughs> I've heard this. I've heard that the Underworld arc was considerably better than the first half of Adaptation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not I, surprised here. I've heard it's got I, better. Yeah. I haven't seen the Underworld arc yet because my sister and I were like watching it together and we live halfway across the world mm-hmm. right now. So we'll probably watch it one day. But uh, yeah, the first half of it, the um, the first like 25 episodes of Alicization were like bad. Like they just were like not, <laughs> not, inter- not entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing is that like I Sword Art Online is one of those like OGs for me. And so I got to respect the king. But like season, I don't know. I, a lot of people, you know, they always do this thing like the fans of like the original source material well, they'll be like oh my god like the next arc though Mwah, beautiful best arc like if you didn't like it up until this point you're gonna love it now and then i just feel like it is all like alicization at least that first half had all of the problems the bad parts of everything in the previous sort of online seasons and like none of the good stuff pretty much mm-hmm. so it was just it was just like boring and like mildly awkward for 25 episodes for the most part i genuinely think the best sort of experience is watch alfheim and then skip straight to mama's rosario and fuck everything in between <laughs> i agree with that oh, you yeah. mean what you mean like watch before alfheim no watch alfheim no alfheim's the good one you're Einkrad. Einkrad. alfheim is the one where his sister wants to <laughs> You know. Oh yeah. Fuck um, him. Sorry, it's 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 hey, it's been eight years, and that show obviously didn't leave holy, much of an impression. Holy shit! It's been eight years. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Ironcrad. I can't believe I got that wrong. 
skip yeah. everything actually, in between, and then Marvel vs. Zarya. Even though I like, got the names wrong, I still understood exactly what you were saying. So yeah. So for me, like there were a lot of issues that I had with with Sword Art Online, like one and two. But I felt like, and especially you know, Alfheim was like particularly problematic for a variety of reasons. But I feel like there were more redeeming factors in in terms of like kind of you know like hype in those seasons, like movie theater kind of stuff. Whereas I don't know, like the third season just really felt like it was trying to do that, but it just had absolutely nothing to warrant it. And so mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, it was really, I don't know, I did not enjoy that one. But what about Stars Align, the other one on oh, this dear. set? Of- I feel a little Child bad. Child the anime. <laughs> okay, that, but I do feel a little bad this thing didn't break 10, 10 points because it got so hyped up here and everywhere at the beginning. But then I guess a lot of people read the article and wrote about it because then the hype just started to like drop precipitously week over week. So. You are you are putting a lot of faith in your. I don't know. I, I am. Don't, but I don't know. I know I, I didn't am. vote for the show because the dub's not over yet, and I so I didn't want to unfairly show. put it on. Yeah, mm. I didn't vote for this show because it's not available on any of my streaming services in Japan, and I had watched the first four episodes on YouTube. But then the guy that was uploading them on YouTube got copyright struck, so I was. <laughs> at that point, you're just might as well pirate. You're just boneless pirating at that point if you're watching it on YouTube. I mean, I'm a boneless pirate, Kingsy. What can I say? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I suspect one person who is not here is going to be really pissed that it tied with Sora Online. That's a uh, <laughs> that that. <laughs> It, it, it's happy. not it's, it's not a show I like, but I do feel a little bad that it didn't get like a little below Shield Hero, which oh, that's okay. depressing. That's spoilers. depressing. Spoilers, but we're we're getting to those spoilers, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's do. We're at our ten points. So this is thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty seven. We have reincarnated. The time I was reincarnated as a slime. Uh, Kemurikusa and Aochan Can't Study. So before we get to this, I just want to say Aochan Can't Study was very good. I actually forgot about it, though, when I even voted, so these points are not me. I oh, you bastard. <laughs> I, am, I voted for it. They weren't I mine either, so Rick, I'm sorry. I am <laughs> thrilled that it got up this high, because I didn't give it 10 points. That means at least a couple other people voted for it, and that makes me very happy. How many mm. points did you get it? Oh, shit. No, <laughs> I, I can. I uh, remember one, this. Two. I gave it three. I gave it three points. Three points. All right. So yeah, probably so seven other people. points came from somewhere. And Alchan can't study is funny as hell, and I'm glad yeah. this is high. It was pretty funny. Mm. What about slime? The edgy humor is still alive. <laughs> Requiem, you liked slime, right? I did like slime, although I didn't vote for it because in my head is a 2018 show. This mm-hmm. this show. This show was a little contentious because one of the votes I got for it, the guy, he like posted a fair amount of points for it. And I said, you can't include that. That's a 2018 show. It already got like, you know, 24 points in the last year vote, but then they tripled down on it. And then I got another battle where I had a lot of points. And I was, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm not going to win this fight. So I allowed it. And even though it's basically like a split vote, if you take it from this year and last year, it would have gotten like honestly, I 30 points, think I think. Points, yeah, it's points from this year definitely indicate it's not the, the second half wasn't as good. Yeah, it didn't have it's as much so, Malim. Yeah. Malim was the only part of the sec of the second half that I liked. I really mm. thought it was kind of boring. Yeah. I like the part where he's teaching the kids. But it, it, it's an okay show. Uh, I like I the I like the I like that too. Take him out of the village. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, se- it seemed like, so I didn't particularly care for it from the beginning, but it did seem like one of those shows that I was like, okay, even if you like it at the beginning, I was just really like not sure in like the long term, the mid to long term, how they were going to like keep things fresh. So it mm-hmm. sounds like they did not keep things fresh. Yeah, it does some stuff okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, around the halfway point, like I was, I really did like it from 2018, but like when it came to the second half, it did like lose a lot of that steam and charm it had. So that's me personally. Yeah. I can't believe it's getting a season two because I don't know how much longer I can start, like <laughs> before I start actively hating it. It depends what they do with it. I mean, sh- I think that the battles are kind of pointless because he's so overpowered, you know how they're going to go. So the show mm-hmm. shines when it deals with him trying to you know deal with this community of built of different monsters so if you were lean on that yeah. element more where you get a lot of natural comedy and worry less about battle shonen version it'll be okay if they lean into like him fighting other demon lords it'll probably peter out it just needs yeah. to become a spin-off with malim or you could uh, do that yeah yeah the other thing is that i feel like with a lot of these light novel series they have kind of like a beginning idea and then they just keep going and no. they keep going and going and going and going and they, going. they never stop. I feel like they yeah. just they just okay. I've got a, I've got a premise, and then it prints yeah. money. No, mm. like when the when they announced that Snafu was ending, I was like, oh, thank God, maybe you know he'll actually have a story that he wanted to tell with this instead <clears> of just keep going for forever. Because that's I mean, there, there are just so many light novel series. Like okay, um, Rail Decks, for example, like Index just needs to. I don't know. I maybe it's really good but they're like 50 books now so the guy yep. needs to like stop at some point he just keeps he just he's he's built a very expansive world and a lot of characters and he just keeps going yeah it, it probably helps he's written three protagonists that go off like interact with different parts of the world he's pretty much yeah. writing three stories at this point and he's also writing multiple other series that are spin-offs in the same <laughs> he's, world too, he's writing so. he's writing spin-offs he's writing other like an entirely different story which is like Heavy objects like fifteen volumes or something, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, I think so. It, it, it the his prolificness is pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean that guy. You realize he has he basically writes a book a month. A a, a month. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Are you because sure he's not a book a week at this point? A book a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's definitely mind blowing, but um, we but do need more heavy objects. We're at the point where. All of our shows are 11 points or higher, which means that they automatically have to have been voted by at least two plus people. So we uh, have no, no longer single show, single point shows that are getting stand by one person. Uh, quick question: Did anyone here watch Kimono Kusa? I've no. heard this show is by it's by the guy that did Kimono Friends, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The first season. I yeah. really want to watch this show. I've just never got around to it. Yeah, me too. Okay. It's one of those things that's on my you know backlog of shame. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. All right, I've heard good, like good, like positive things about him in general. Yeah. So we have right. for thirty six, thirty five, thirty four, Pono Oto Tomare. So they translate that as Sounds of Life, right? Um, Kakeguru mm-hmm. two, and Doctor Stone at place thirty four. Oh, I'm so, baby, I'm, I'm so torn on Kono Oto Tomare. I'm kind of bummed that it's this low. But I'm glad that somebody else other than me voted for it because that means other people were watching it. I think I know who voted for it too. Because, well, I gave it four points and it has 11, so it might have been two people. But that's such a great show. God. 
I watched the first couple of episodes, but then I got locked out of it for similar reasons to a lot of other shows these days, so I have not finished it. But it seemed like uh, it was probably good. It's so good. And I don't even like shows usually, like, shows based <laughs> on music, you know, and as a club show. But it, it's, it, it does character drama and, and comedy so well. And Co- uh, Kodo music is just beautiful. Yeah. The, did it the, have a did it have a, like a good ending like a definitive ending oh yeah it had a very solid definitive ending it had an ending that would allow more development but it ended at a very solid place oh that's good and yeah. the song the song that they play for their big performance in, in the competition it's called like 10q and it like it made me tear up and i didn't even know why but it was fucking beautiful damn <laughs> all right what about um, Kakegurui 2? How do people feel about this one? Anyone here see it? I saw it. I didn't vote for it. But I mean, it's if you like Kakegurui 1, you like Kakegurui 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just more of the same. The finger guillotine was a special moment. The mm. finger guillotine. Ooh. Yeah, there's, there's a Russian roulette style gambling game in that, in that season, which involves a mini guillotine that cuts your finger off. Oh, that's yeah. kind of rad. That's a fun episode. What about um? But then we finally get to Doctor Stone, which is probably yeah, pretty I, low on this list compared to where people outside of Anate would place it. But I'm figured. I mean, this is about where I thought it would fall, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's one of those shows yeah. that I would have put in my top fifteen, but not my top ten. Mm. I really enjoyed it by the end of it. The back, the back half redeemed the show for me. Mm. Like when it got to the village and. Senku like isn't the main character anymore. Yeah. I still don't like Senku as a character, but not every episode focused entirely on him. So it it would it wouldn't have made my even my top twenty probably, but it was alright at the end. I gave it a I think I gave it a seven on Mal, a six or a yeah. seven. Oh, I'll definitely give it an eight. Like my, as much as numbers problem. don't matter. But... <clears throat> that that shows a little interesting to me because it looked very much like in the first like half of it the the person writing it realized oh dang my concept has a few kinks in it so they decided to like go back in like tweak a little bit so it does from what i've heard about it, it sounds like a show that actually course corrected a, a bit enough that actually started getting good halfway through as opposed to like you know falling out so i'm, I'm now more interested in actually trying to pick it up again yeah. especially See, with yeah, that's that's my issue with it though is like i think that so I'm I'm glad that it got better, but I'm mm. also sort of like if I gotta sit here and watch, like I don't know yeah. six, six twelve episodes that I are boring, before it gets to something that's interesting, I just don't know if it's worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you had taken the vote after episode six, the show wouldn't even have made anybody's list. No, yeah. not at all. no, we would have we would have slain the shit out of it. <laughs> or I would have. <laughs> oh no! What's he read? Once he really integrates into the village and you introduce all those characters, it becomes a watchable show. I, I finished it. It was, it's fine. I wouldn't have voted for it, but it's, it's a pretty dramatic turnaround from the first five or six episodes, which are just excruciating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I dropped it. I was like, I think I made it like three episodes then, and I was like, nope, this is dumb. I'm out. Yeah, I kept hearing, like, oh my god, this is such a good show. I was like, yeah, I'm no. not feeling it. And oh, but this other show, I, this other show that I really like is really good. Those opinions switched quite heavily by the end but we'll get to that later don't forget yeah. dr stone was the best isekai of the year 
according to IGN. What? Wait, are you serious? <laughs> well, didn't they have that? Didn't they have that article that was like no, Dr. Noted Stan anime is isekai? Noted anime experts, IGN. I mean, okay. To be to be fair, though, Fuck. I mean, I mean, it did. If if it counts as an isekai, which I think there's an argument to be made for that, then yeah. it did place pretty high up on our list relative to other isekai. I think it's maybe. I don't know that there's only a couple more above it probably. So I, I mean, it's, it's, it seems like a weird statement, but it's actually not that different from what we ourselves are saying on this. So, I mean, I can't, I can't get them for it too much. Yeah. It's one of those things where time travel and isekai sometimes like it becomes a blurry thing. Like it's planet of the apes and isekai. I mean, mm, planet of the question. apes isn't even anime, so I don't know. Oh, can you fuck off? <laughs> oh, Speaking should, of isekai, though, should make an anime of that, though. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, but yeah, isekai. We've got um, our twelve point shows ranks thirty three, thirty two, and thirty one. Rising of the Shield Hero, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and Domestic Girlfriend. I'd say similarly themed shows, very similar shows to each other. <laughs> mm, all basically, genre. all in the same series. Yeah, I, I mean, like, there. I just can't even tell the difference, honestly. We got to figure out the chronology of them. <laughs> Legend of the Galactic Heroes. I don't want to say fuck you if you voted for this, but fuck you, you if you just voted. Did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I if you like stuff, you like stuff. I don't care. I just, I it's so boring. I don't understand. Hmm. I think I that it. the original, the original was really, really like a cult classic, though, right? So there might be some people who just, I yeah. don't know, still. Found I guess it some good. people like their sci-fi extremely slow moving and talk heavy. Yeah. Let's talk about Shield Hero, everybody's favorite show. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I okay, gotta say. Before we, I mean, before we get into beating this thing, did anyone actually like this show? Yeah, no. I, I actually liked it okay. I mean, I didn't vote no. for it. But it's Not okay. just me, then. I didn't <sighs> vote for it either. But I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get myself to vote for it because the issues it has are pretty mm. glaring. But so, I mostly enjoyed yeah. it. My thing with Shield Hero is, okay, so first off, there's a variety of very seriously, you know, like what the hell kind of elements. We mm -hmm. just, we'll put that on the table, right? But I actually write mm -hmm. the biggest, the in terms of what got me to ultimately be like, this is just stupid, is on top of that, I just felt like after the first couple of episodes, it was just like harem nonsense for the most part. Like I think, what was it? Like the episode eight or something, when the entire episode are the two girls trying to like get a bird's egg so that he'll like them or whatever. And I was just like, this is dumb. This is just dumb. I don't know if two girls counts as a harem, but okay. There are more girls after that. But the boring mm -hmm. part was that they spent the entire episode trying to like get with the dude. Like I was like, a lot of shows do that, but I was like, I don't, I don't like all of those shows that do that. It's just like, what, what is even going on here? Like they're fighting for like a bird's egg and they're slaves to some guy. And I was just like, this is boring and weirdly like, what the hell? It's, it's, it's low-key problematic. It lost, you, need it lost get, you need to get to the part where he fights the Pope. That the is Pope. true. Honestly, I it lost me for like those four episodes in the middle where they went off exploring with just with Philo and Raftalio. And I was like, this is so fucking boring. And then it got to that bit where he fights the Pope and the aftermath of that. And I really liked it. I when think it goes you... into battle sequences, it, it is a very, very good show. Yeah, I liked, I could, I could I liked the, you know, the very, I held off on it. I actually 
stopped watching this show halfway through that season and then watched it like only like two months ago I finished it. I feel like that's what makes it so popular too, is that if it nails those battle sequences, because that's kind of what most people would be watching shows like that for in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I'm... this is a this is a show that could have been like you know, good or at the worst okay. But for me, it's like it when it when it face plants and some like the writing details on it. Like there are some screenshots I saw of, like with the subs where I just went, "What the fuck is your damage show?" Where. <laughs> So I think I gotta, the author I has. Ask. I think author has some issues. Yeah, yeah author's definitely. author's got a bone to pick with people. That much is. Pro- I mean, like it's. I, I hesitate mm. to you know try to say like apply you know, oh the author must be like this based on what they write, but mm. there's also right if I and if I were writing a, a review I wouldn't talk about that. But there's also a part of me where I read where I watch parts of the show and I'm just like, you know, what kind of person would write it exactly in this exact way, you know? And so it makes yeah. me think about that a little bit. Um, yeah. But I do want to talk about Luigi's favorite show, Domestic Girlfriend. So Luigi, oh, this show that? was on my short list for my top ten. So it, oh my god, I, this what show the fuck is wrong with you. It's <laughs> just like the most delicious trash you'll ever eat. Kingsley, you are not allowed to judge people for watching. It will, yeah, right. it will sustain <laughs> you right from the fire. Op. To the nice oh, ED right. and everywhere yeah. in between. The OP is pretty good, but I've never it seen is. the show, but the OP is very good. It's the OP just, is actually is so perfect for the show because it's a woman just screaming for like <laughs> a minute and a half. Like, I know it's not a great show, but it's just there's something about it that like hooked me and it just wouldn't let me go. I, I um, fully understand that as someone who really liked the first season of uh, Riverdale. I don't even here to see that, but I fully get the, the appeal of it's terrible, but it's a sort of weird kind of enjoyable terrible. So yeah, it's like a trashy. Yeah, um, I definitely get that value. It's like a trashy soap you, opera, right? And you get really yeah. into it because you just want to see. You just want to see like like where these characters end up and what they do because they're all they're just so dumb. <laughs> if they just like had any stellar, common stellar sense, review. If they had yeah, any just, common sense and we're weren't idiots nothing would happen but if they weren't idiots then we wouldn't have a show so i'm glad that they're fucking yeah. stupid it sounds I mean, you have to it admit does sound sh- like it does sound like one of those shows that um i mean it knows what it's doing right if you don't like the premise then it's probably not intended for you mm-hmm. but what's, right. what's hilarious to me is that the premise if you just read it sounds like a hentai setup it does it completely it really does. Like I read the. I remember because I remember, was it like about this time last year we were doing like the seasonal preview because it ended winter and we we're like all watching like this is just a hentai premise. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, and, and it, it turns, turns out to be like a prime time soap opera. A prime time soap opera, yeah. Not and prime time. It, it's uh, it's also it's like a soap. Some, it's sometime. Oh, it's sometime. Yeah. It's also like a soap opera because apparently the manga has been going for like well over like 200 chapters or something like that oh my god and like multiple years over these characters lives like i'm pretty sure like the main main guys in college now and shit yeah. so yeah. oh my what god that's I, awesome I've, so I've heard something about that's kind of cool it's kind of cool actually very yeah. upset i'm very upset about how this story goes because i don't uh, i don't want to spoil the manga but fuck it fuck this show mm-hmm. <laughs> all right and on that note, we can move on to our 13-point shows. So these are ranked 30, um, 29, and 28. We've got Run With the Wind, Tori Bochi, and Endro. And 
So can I just say how one, you guys can I just say, I'll say one thing quick about Run of the Wind. This was a nurse show where it got a lot of votes last year, but also got like enough votes this year. I also like led it. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I was kind of pissed because I didn't realize shows from last year counted and i would have put one run with the wind like near the top of my list if i knew i just want to throw that out there run with the wind is great it's one of my favorite sports anime ever so i'm yeah. glad to see it's on the list deal's um, gonna be furious yeah <laughs> Dill and i've had it out about this show i feel like it's i can get dill's perspective a bit but it's one of those things where it's suspension of disbelief right like any sort of medical drama that you've ever seen on american television like house md or anything like that is just nonsense right in terms of the actual like medicine behind it but the point is you either don't know enough about medicine to really like for it to be that apparent to you mm-hmm. or you do and you get over it right and run with the wind i think is one of those things yeah exactly But, you know, at the same time, though, I get it, right? Like, there are, if you're a doctor trying to watch House MD, it might be a little bit painful sometimes. And I know that Dill's really serious about running, so he's probably like, okay, these are ridiculous times that they've managed to improve. <laughs> so it's basically like me, but with, like, um, Amon Shu or Grand Blue Dreaming, where I, I scoop in real life and watching those shows was two different kinds of pain for me. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I had that so same about- thing. I had that same thing with K-On at the beginning because Yui oh, basically yeah. has, has no idea even what a guitar is. <laughs> and then by the end, she's just like, she's a fucking rock star. That reminds me and of... I got, wow, I, got over it. I got over it because that show is yeah. so great regardless. Wow, yeah. At the start, I was like, uh, so I, I, yeah, yeah I, get the, I get the argument. So yeah. the same thing happens in White Album too. It's like that guy can do solos I can't even do, and he's like, "Fuck you, fuck you." You have, I know, it, I know it shows him learning and growing that, but like, I, I just don't believe someone can progress that fast into like shredding and solo like that. That's not really about, the, um... trans, that's really not the most transgressive thing that happens in White Album too. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I was saying it's like when you're close to a subject, sometimes it's hard to separate yourself from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think true. that's yeah, fair. That is true. That's a very good point. Um, but what about speaking of that? Actually, Hitori Bochi, how you guys feel about that? This show was wonderful. I'm surprised it's so low. Actually, I am too. I did. It's kind of in it. the middle of the list, but yeah, there was a lot of love for it. Dude, everyone there. forgets about Hitori Bochi. It's the meme. How I fitting. think there's a, the people who watched yeah. it rate it very highly, but there's a lot of people like me who won't watch shows that are that cringy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so cute though. Like it's yeah. Like, I don't. I don't think it's that cringy actually. It looked cringy. Think... There are definitely cringy, like yeah. parts, particularly in the beginning, where it's just like she's just so so awkward that it can be almost hard to watch. Yeah. Um, but obviously, that's going to come down to personal taste a little bit. Mm-hmm. What about Endor I, though? I think I. I think I, sorry. I think I. I think I voted for Toribachi, but I didn't put it high on my list. Yeah. I did. I can always check for you if you want me to. Yeah, go on. Where did I put it? All right, King King C. Um, let's see, Toribachi, you did not vote for it. Oh, I'm an asshole. Whoa! <laughs> hey, Luigi, Endro. Uh, did someone say Endro? Endro Luigi. This was, this was uh, on my list, but I um, only put it at number nine for two points. So. A lot of people were backing me up on this. It's not um, his fault. Not solely his fault. This 
Endro, I loved this show. Um, just everything about it. Um, great characters, great art. It was hilarious and also heartwarming and comfy. And um, it was I a complete package. It. Yeah, it really was. And it had a great character in May who is one of the best characters of the year. I love Kinksy her. can confirm. I, I, I want her to, to, I want to just play cards of her, even though she'll just keep all the good ones. Never use um, it. So yeah, it was a good show. I'm glad it's on the list. And it's higher than I expected, so I'm glad other yeah. people voted for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty she high. Pretty much single-handedly got everyone to watch. I, th- I kind of did. Like, and I'm proud of that. dismiss this show, because I think the biggest problem for me is when I saw this show, it, was just, it just said Slice of Life. It didn't say Slice of Life comedy. Because this mm-hmm. premise looked really dry on paper. And then you watch it, and it's adorable and funny, and the characters are all lovely. It was a short, too, right? No, no nope. show. Oh, it was? Okay. Oh, okay. Huh. I'll give a shot, then. So getting to our 14-point shows, though, and so this is um, 27 through 23 here, we've got Psychopath 3, Lord El Malloy, Random, Dragon Ball Super Broly, and oh. Babylon. Babylon. This is an interesting set of shows here. Yeah. Lord El Malloy, I love you. I'm glad you dropped this high. I'm a little surprised Lord El Malloy placed this high in that um, Fate Babylon did. Like, I thought I'd be like, kind of switched around, but hey, good for, good yeah. for El Malloy. El Malloy you know, was a I've great got... show. I mean, I never understood anything that was happening, but I had a great time. <laughs> Dr. Heartless! <laughs> Who the fuck is Dr. Heartless? Who the fuck is Dr. Heartless? <laughs> God, I love I mean, that show. I, I've got to say that one thing that surprises me is this one that's at, um, I think it's at like a 25 Grand Belm. I've never heard of it before. Uh, has anyone here I, watched that? I there was a so podcast much. about it, but I didn't I hate you all so much right now. <laughs> are are we so sure it's much. even a real, is it even a real show? Are we just no. all is it, really, it? is it really anime though? I, mean, I don't really think it's, you know, we can, shows I think we can just no skip over it. it. Can I just get like one or two minutes to talk about this thing? You get, you, no, get, you, you, have, you, you have one minute. You got one minute. All right. So I did put this thing at, 10 points only because I couldn't put B stars at 10 points. If we were allowed B stars, I would my top M8. So this show kind of was a protest vote. I gave it a full 10 points, but the show only got nine. And I am so damn relieved anyone else vote for this show. I was kind of worried that it'd be like only me and I'd, I'd vote. But sometimes I just get shows that just click for me and no one else. What that really happens, but this show just hit me in the right way. And I've said all about it on podcasts, I said about it on my top 10, on my top 10 list. So if you want my own thoughts on that, Go read those two articles. Listen to that podcast. I enjoyed Rambelm. I, th- I think the ending kind of copped out a little bit. That like the very ending. The last episode was fantastic, but mm. that last last scene, I wish they just cut it like a, a thirty seconds earlier. I was okay with the ending. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's okay. Like that entire last fight, the fights look incredible. Like in the, in the it, half of the show, they're really good. Every single fight in this thing. Has- Gundam, which unfortunately isn't saying a whole lot because like 2D robots are like an extinct species, but this show, just production wise, it's outstanding. So yeah, I definitely I was I enjoyed my time in Grand Belm. It took me a while to get around to it, but I got around to it in the end. And I, I liked the villain, I liked the ending mostly, and the main character had a really good arc. Mm. I'm a little surprised. Girl. 
I'm a little surprised to see Psychopath Three up here. Uh, the only person I've heard talk about it really is Dill. I wish he was here. Mm-hmm. Further evangelize for it. Yeah, I, I, really... I liked it. I, I but obviously, it. multiple Psychopath. people voted for it. Yeah, it was good. It's better so than it's two. Re- it, it redeems season two then. Yes. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Uh, you can't redeem. You can't redeem something like that. But you can't. Good, but just... isn't season two really, really bad? Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's unforgivably bad. Like oh, it's like shockingly bad. Like how did you go to this? Uh, like, and season three just kind of pretends it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Ba- I mean, uh, season two, the end of season two, basically canceled out all of season two. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were doing over there, but they knew they were like, all right, we're out. We fucked up. Yeah, mm. the sweep is under the rug. But so um. Dragon Ball Super, the Broly movie is up here too. Anyone here vote for that? Anyone here watch Dragon Ball? I, I so have. I I saw the Broly movie and I've never watched a minute of Dragon Ball in my life. <laughs> Wait, why? Really? It was quite the that's, experience. That's so it's a choice. This year, because my friend wanted to go and he was like, I'll buy your ticket if you come with me. So I was like, all right. And it was pretty good. You don't need to know anything about Dragon Ball. Um Cause it's it's just buff dudes punching each other and yelling a lot. Yeah. Um, it's funny because in this same year, I also went and saw the new Code Geass movie without having watched any of Code Geass, and that was <laughs> Whoa, a much that was a much okay. harder time. Yeah. Um, so I didn't vote for Broly. I forgot Broly came out this year, um, and I'm surprised to see it on the list so high. But it was all right. It was fun. I had a good time. I haven't rented on my Xbox. Been sitting there for three months, so yeah. Speaking of well, good some, times, somebody though, liked it. Yeah. Speaking of good it. times, though, how about Babylon? It really Fuck chopped man, down the comp- It really chopped down the competition here. Oh, it, it was a cut ahead. It was uh-huh. a slice of. I okay, fucking so. hate you all. I hate you all. All right. So I haven't heard. I haven't heard <laughs> much remark. about it after that <laughs> episode. Did it end good? Like, what ha- was it good okay, after that? It hasn't, it hasn't ended yet. It hasn't yeah. ended yet. Oh my no, God. no. After after the episode, it took like a month and a half break. It said it was going to go on hiatus, and even then, it went over hiatus. So, dude, yeah. they're troll. I, they're trolling you guys. Yeah, I don't think this show is going to stick the landing, but I'm totally I'm in it for the long haul. I didn't vote for it. I am going to keep watching it. It's only got like two or three episodes left. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't vote for it because it's not finished yet. I don't think I would even vote for it this year. Like. Uh, unless the ending is like legend like unless it matches up to what happened in episode seven and like it goes like full like balls to the wall insane full midsummer it's yeah it's literally it, this show does not commit to being insane i'm not gonna like this show how it by the end if it would just you say not... would you say then that the writer is a hack oh done we're done we're done uh, all right so ranks <laughs> 15 points, ranks 22, 21, and 20. We have uh, Sarazamai, Fire hey. Force, and Boogie Pop. Oh, God. Ooh. I am Ooh. I am devastated to see Boogie Pop this low. Ooh. I'm devastated to see Fire Force this high. I'm surprised <laughs> to see Sarazamai this low, honestly. Well, yeah, we've, covered all, we've covered them all. <laughs> I think we've covered our bases there. There we go. <laughs> what heinous is, you know, don't always go over. I, Boogie it Pop was fantastic, like... man. Dude, Boogie, Boogie Pop, Pop was, was very confusing for me. It's a really acquired taste. If you if you can get into it, then I can totally see it being your thing. If you can't get into it, which a lot of people, you know, that's kind of the case, 
then I can definitely see how it like you know turns people away. So no, I mean I'll admit you, you really have to really pay attention to that show. And it, yeah, it takes a lot of mental <laughs> effort, but like if it works for you, it's so good. I love that show so much. Boogie Pop really is one of those shows. Sorry, go ahead, Kingsy. So I really enjoyed what I watched of it, but I've only watched seven episodes because then they dumped like six episodes in a row. And I was like, I haven't got time for this. What the fuck are you doing, Boogie Bob? Uh, the show is better if you watch it all at the same time, though. Like it, it, okay. everything makes more sense when you watch it in chunks. Yeah, I kind of just forgot to watch Boogie Pop. I watched the first episode and then I was like, oh, like Rec just said, I'll watch it in a bunch of chunks. And then I just f- forgot. I, I strenuously so, recommend it. Yeah, I it's pretty high on my list to watch. Um, Sarazamai, on the other hand, I gave that seven points. So, oh really? Yeah, it, it was one of my thought, favorites of the year. I thought I thought you were going to rate it higher. I know you really loved it. <laughs> yeah, well, once you see the three shows that I put above it, it'll make sense. So it was my number four anime of the year, and I still yeah. absolutely adored almost every aspect of it. Um, so. I'm a little disappointed to see it this low. Not entirely surprised. It was, it was a good time. I just got this director, and I like it much. I, I was, I didn't like it. At all. I would give it a score based on that it was well done. It was not me. It was my first show by this guy too, and I had the exact opposite reaction. I I loved his style so. I just got sick of the repetitive bullshit. Like it's mm-hmm. so repetitive, and I was like, by by the the fourth episode of the same same sequence, and I was like, I fucking, I'm so done with this show. I hate this show. Kill me. Oh, did you did you like the ending though? I thought the ending was okay. I thought, yeah, I thought it sticked the landing quite well. I th- I said I think the ending redeemed the show for me. Like the entire ending arc. Because it spiced it spiced a lot of things up there. It kind of changed the formula. I just don't have much tolerance for that particular director. I respect his vision, but I'm not into it. Mm. What about uh, Fire Force, though? How the hell? So much better. How the hell did this thing get 15 points? How did that happen? I mean, I get it's a rock. It's a rock solid shonen, man. I I liked it. I liked it. If it didn't have such blatant, stupid fan service issues, it'd probably be higher. That's what yeah. it kills it though. It's it's like a two hundred mile supercar that stomps in the brakes like every five miles, and when it hits it, it's just like God damn it! So you don't need this. You're fine yeah, with the animation. It. The animation though is pretty good. Yeah, from, like, the, the, the first o- the first op. Ooh, the first the op. High sequences. Yeah, I mean, it's, a show, it's a shonen. The show. It's a shonen. The base of a shonen is how good are the fight scenes, and the fight scenes are amazing. They're impeccable. The they fight scene between if... him and his brother is some of the best shit I've seen all year. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's that's that fight was great. I hated the aftermath of that fight. I thought they fucking that was bollocks. Mm. Well, yeah, but you know they gotta keep it going. But yeah, I, I think this is the perfect place for it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But so now we get to our 16 point shows. We've got a two way tie, so ranks 19 and 18. We have um, Don Machi 2, which is, um, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon or whatever, too? And then uh, Chihaya Furu, number, season number three. Don Machi season two, improvement on Don Machi season one, which I already loved. So mm-hmm. thumbs up. Yeah, I agree with Rec. It was a good time. Oh, yeah, it was better yeah. than the first season? I Definitely. thought it was better than the first season. It was, yeah, a, I, it was, I, a, I it was yeah. at least as good, yeah. yeah I, I think it was really markedly good. better, yeah. 
Some because I mean, you didn't have to this... introduce characters anymore, and you didn't have to explain how the world worked anymore. So you mm -hmm. could get deeper into how everything works. Except for the scary society. frog lady. Uh, an effective uh, villain. Well, effective villain. Horrible hateable, person. Hateable villain. villain you know, hateable villain, but sometimes that's what you need. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. It was great. I really liked it. Dumbachi was a good show. It was a good time. It's, it's, good. it's a good like comfort food show. By the way, the movie was great, too. I actually saw that in theaters this year. Damn. What was, did you need to... Uh, how like, was the movie? Was it just like a side story? That... It was a side story. I mean, obviously, you can't tie it directly into the show because it wouldn't work. Yeah, so it, you, if you could skip it and you'd never miss anything, but it was a fun story. I do wish okay. they had kept the costume changes they'd made in that, though. Hmm. Did, did they get rid of the boob room? Yeah, they kind of did. Um, they they made Hestia's outfit a lot more practical for day to day life. Oh, wait, good. really? <laughs> yeah. Boo. But then, of course, they didn't keep it. But yeah, Damachi yeah. too. Thumbs up. Good show. What about I, I, I assume Poetry Card Slam was good too. I mean, it's got oh. high rankings. Anyone watch this oh. here? No. Nope. Yeah, I mean, I've heard good things. I've heard good things about it, but um, yeah, I haven't seen it, so don't have much to say if we haven't seen it. <laughs> Uh, sorry guys. Sorry, sorry, Gugsy. <laughs> yeah, but now, sorry, so that is our last points tie. So all of our top seventeen have their own individual amount of points. So there's no more ties anymore. So we're mm -hmm. kind of going to do them one by one. I want to go kind of quickly through the first like seven until we get to our top ten, and we can take more time on our top ten. But mm -hmm. so number seventeen is Demon Girl Next Door. Uh, Luigi, you were a big stand of this one, right? I was. It didn't. It. It was another show that just missed my top 10. It was on the short list and it was, I gave it, it was a big cut to take it out, but God, this show was so good. You monster. How could I you? I know. <laughs> How could you? Shamako was just trying her best. How could you? I know. That? It's son just, of a bitch. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to go. <laughs> no, this, this but is no, show this, this show was so good. Yeah, I initially, I watched the first episode and I thought, Man, I wish this was a short. It's too long for long form for this. Yeah. By the, by the third episode, I was like, "Oh my god, why can't I have more? Give me more! I, I just just pump this shit into my veins." It's a really good example of how to take a joke and run with it in a really good way, like, and or I should say, and not make it like tired. Like, mm -hmm. it has lots of good running jokes and the central joke of shamiko just being always having the worst luck would get boring in a lesser show but um demon girl next door is written well enough that it knows how to elaborate on its jokes and spice them up and have the good really really good characters at the center of it mm. it's so what about like um yeah go ahead kingsey I loved the that the two main characters, uh, Momo and Shamako. They were great characters. I love Lilith great... as a side character. Lilith. I just love the fact you could just put shit next to her little thing, and she would get into all. So she's like drinking tea and booze and putting videos into her thing. Just the, the like all the stupid things they gave to her. The main two characters are great, and I totally ship them. Ah, uh, they're really cute. I'm hoping it gets a season two, and they don't have a tragic ending. Carry on. What about number, we've got number 16 here with 18 points, and it's JoJo's Golden Wind. The next this is a show I completely forgot to vote for. 
because I considered it a show that started last year. Fuck, I would have voted this like I would have voted this in the top three for me. And again, I, it's, this show it's a show is incredible. And again, it's a show where it started last year, but got so many points. It's like I swear, next year I will get the rules down better. I swear. Yeah, we'll have to sort out the rules a little bit more next year. So yeah. was this was this JoJo's part twenty one or part twenty two? Oh, five. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'll get it one o- only five, only five. Okay, there's only, only eight parts. Come on. For now. I thought about watching JoJo's a couple of times, then I looked at the time commitment for it. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I watched the first season over Christmas, and I had a grand time. Which covers the first two parts. Part two is just basically perfect. Um, so I'll get to Golden Wind eventually. Golden Wind is so good. Like it's basically part three refined. Ooh. But a lot of people didn't like this part when it well when it originally came out because it was translated really fucking awfully and it's like the meme King Crimson. What does it do? Uh, no one understands. Like it's much easier to understand in the show when you watch it. It's it's this sh- this was made for like a visual like animation medium, not manga. It works so much better. Mm. It's such a it's so good, and I'm so mad that I left it off my list because I I didn't think about it. So what about um, for number fifteen though? We have the baseball anime <clears throat> mix. Uh, where's Gugsy? Oh yeah, no, Luigi's got us covered. <laughs> so here's another show that just missed my top 10 because for Kinksy, I took it out of my number 10 spot in favor of Null and Peta. So damn you both. It would have got, it would have got one point for me (laughs) and T grip knows I went back into the DMS and changed my list for him. He did. And like, like a, like a, like a good vote holder. I did. However, it in my list, I think it got like, Shit, I want to say almost like seven or eight points. This thing was really high up there. However, it was a a great time. It's a really good time. However, somehow this is a show where sub, I can't recommend it, but the dub somehow has a magic to it that just makes it so much better. And it did actually get like a first place vote from someone. I won't name who, who, but it did get a first place vote. And yeah, this is like one of my favorite sports anime of all time because one, it's baseball. It's good baseball. And two, it's it's just has a nice levity to it, has fun itself, and has like some great fourth wall breaks. Especially in the dub. It's exactly in the dub, especially in dub. It has great humor to it. And again, only watch it in the dub, but I do highly recommend it in the dub if you can find it like that. So hmm. all right. Well, 14 with 20 points is ascendance of a bookworm. Yay! So Possibly yeah. the highest rated isekai of the year, probably. Yeah, I think it is. And see, they can't it, be it, anything higher, surely. More proof that isekai can still work as a show if you try to do something a little different with it. Put mm-hmm. it, instead of making the the protagonist overpowered, make it underpowered. Have him just and make them and make them likable. The make them a woman. That helps a lot. Make them likable. The protagonist a woman. <laughs> yeah, make them likable and let literally just live in the world without having to like fight a demon lord or whatever. And all of a sudden, you get a great show. You know what a big what they need to do a lot that I'm tired of is they need to stop making all of the protagonists just self-insert characters. I feel like the shows where the protagonist isn't just a self-insert character are usually a lot more interesting. I mean, you could argue mm-hmm. that this character is a self-insert character because it's someone who loves books. So, mm-hmm. okay, I should specify. Right, 
in theory, there are a lot of characters. You could like self-insert. It's it's a gray area, right, to the degree of which a character self-insert. But I mean, there are characters where it's like they're in. They don't have a personality. Their yeah. entire bit is that it's like you're supposed to imagine that you're them, and as if like, you can be have a character that you're supposed to like, you know, um, associate yourself with. Um, but if the, they've got to have more than that, or else it's just bo- it's just boring, in my opinion. I also want to make a shout out to Lutz for being the most self-aware character in Isekai this year. Oh, he, he figures out he figures yeah. out that she's not from this world, which is so good. That's such a refreshing twist, considering like how often people just like come in like, oh my god, look at this, how strong and powerful they are. Oh my god, we're not going to question this in the slightest. And it's like, fuck and it, 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 and it has all this impl- knowledge that you can't possibly have, but we're just going to ignore it or hand wave it. And like, no, ask questions. <laughs> And it has implications for the show. Like he figures it out, and it it changes the events of the show somewhat. It changes their relationship fundamentally. It's uh huh, really great oh. scene. It's that's spicy. Yeah, Lutz is the real MVP. And then so mine is coming in adorable. At My, the whole show number thirteen. We have Radiant season two. Yes, Go, Aether, where are you? I hear if you say Radiant three times in a row, Dark Ether will come and talk about the show. I, I, am, I am so happy that, that Ether is writing those artic- all the articles about it because the show deserves more attention than it gets. Radiant, his radiant, his radiant. articles and tweets and stuff really make me want to try out try the show out. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's such a well-executed shonen and without <laughs> any of the issues that bog down stuff like Fire Force because there's no fan service in it. There's no objectionable mm. element. You're just having mm. a good time. It's based off a French series, right? Yeah, it's uh, what they call Monfra. It's a manga written by a French person. That's Franma. It's one of those things where I heard it. It was one of those shows that started as kind of a slow burn. Like the first nine episodes, no one was talking about. And then yeah, it takes a little while to get going as they're trying to set up and explain and let you see what what the world is. But about halfway through the first season, it starts really, really moving. And the second season has just been great all the way through. That's cool. I definitely want to watch it at some point. I just need to get through it eternal mm-hmm. backlog i'm surprised it's no one's first place like like i can think of three people i know who would definitely vote for this show but i'm surprised none of you put it in first place i'm surprised it's this high like i just didn't yeah. think no, the that many of i just well. didn't i just didn't think that many of us loved it that much so well, you thought it's kind of refreshing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's at least number 12 them. number 12 is blade of the immortal um i'm assuming requiem put this on his list Rick, this is my first place vote. I gave it 10 okay. points. To me, it's, it was easily... That was the easiest part I put my list together. This is the best show of the year. I'm really? devastated it's outside the top 10. I love Blade of the Immortal. It's, it's a very so good show. Good. <clears throat> Why is it good? It's such a flawless adaptation of the uh, manga. Not by, oh, they got all the story in there. Obviously, they had to cut stuff out. And there's some episodes that are putting like three volumes in one episode. But they got... <laughs> They got the feel and the themes of the manga perfectly. They got the look of it perfectly. They, they understand how to use the violence of the show, which is always quick and dirty and, and brutal. Mm. And like that that weird kind of sense of always impending doom and all the moral shit. Because the whole show is just she wants revenge. He wants to redeem himself by helping her get revenge. But there's all these shades of gray in between there and all the, all the compromises you have to make to get vengeance. And it's such a good show. It's extremely hard to watch sometimes emotionally. Oh, definitely was hard on you, mm-hmm. but to me, it was the best show of the year easily. Bam, ten points. And I, 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 I these... when this when this thing came up originally, and I couldn't believe it. It was in twelve. Well, one of these things is like, it's 
I remember you mentioning like in one of the podcasts we did earlier, like it the way it lays out manga panels is incredible. <clears throat> and you can see how they've translated that into the anime. Like they do a fucking like stop when a, a death happens and it's yeah, cinematic. Yeah. In the manga, hell. in the manga, the the deaths usually like the kill shots are sometimes full splash pages, two pages in in like like in the book. It, oh, and, cool. and it like they a stained glass window. So well to anime. It's so great. Yeah, they found a way to make it work, which the original adaptation of Blade Immortal never did. They make it look right, and it makes if they were therefore it feels right. And this is getting a full adaptation. It's going to get in twenty four episodes, but as you say, like this, they they're not skipping material, but they're keeping it thematically relevant. Mm. Yeah, like mm. they haven't skipped anything I thought was important. <clears throat> yeah, which is really cool. I'm like. I don't feel like I've missed anything. Like, there's one episode. The only episode that felt quick was the episode where it was Rin and I keep forgetting his name, the main villain, going through that those villages. I'm assuming that was quite a long process. Yeah, that was much longer in the manga, but I think they got all the it main. It still beats. works. It still works. I just think that could have been two episodes, but that's only my personal preference. Oh, so that's a great show. Our next, our eleventh place is our highest ranked <clears throat> movie of the year, and it's mm-hmm. had thirty-six points though. Yeah. And it's Romare. Oh, yeah. I Our love this movie. movie. Yeah, so Luigi, you hated this, right? I, it, was, it was the worst thing I watched this year. That no, this was, true. This, was gay, this was gay Fire Force, right? <laughs> it is gay, better Fire Force. Um, it was number five on my list. Um, the highest rated movie of the year. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just solid across the board. Amazing action. Great characters, surprisingly good writing. Like Trigger always has well written stuff, but this wasn't like action first, writing second. It was mm-hmm. like it was definitely they knew what they were doing the whole way through. Um and amazing visuals. Like there's no other film that's ever been made that's had that's looked and moved and sounded like this, which is in big part to the goat Hiroyuki Sawano doing the soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah, baby! Oh yeah, and it's it's impeccable. <laughs> I was so I... upset that I missed this show because I was so this is a movie. Sorry, I was I was in the Middle East at the time, and obviously they're not going to show it there. Yeah, this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> this movie, I really liked it. But for some reason, it just doesn't quite get its way. It's like my top echelon of, of like anime movies. I love part of it is because I saw like too many. To me, it covers a lot of the same ground that Princess Monoki did. I mean, yeah, the setting's different. Yeah, leads are different, but the overall story and some of the themes are very similar. And I'm going to get some hate for this, but the hero, to me, this wasn't Hiroyuki Sano's best work. It's not bad work. He can't do bad work. But to me, as the movie kind of went, I was going, okay, come on, Sano, change it up a little bit. Like, give me something a little bit different. So, good movie. And I want to say, points-wise, this thing was just one point away from getting it to the top 10. Like, that's how close it was to a top 10 spot. Damn. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> but speaking of our top 10, the oh, time God. has come, yeah. ladies and None gentlemen. None of us have seen it. I'm interested oh, to see what this is. Yeah, so T-Grip is the only we one know that knows. Know. And, on. and I've I've just seen these now, so they're news to me. But the, everyone else in this podcast has no idea. Or, I mean, they can probably guess, but theoretically they have no idea what shows are in the top 10, and they definitely don't know what the order of those shows are in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, coming in at number 10 with 37 points is Dororo. Dororo! Yes. Oh. You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad, because this is the show I like the least out of the top 10. 
<laughs> the first half of Dororo, I'm assuming. Yeah. Or the ending. Or the ending. Anyway. Uh, I'll take that back. <laughs> this show, definitely, I liked it at the start, and then it kind of went downhill and downhill and downhill. I'm not mad it's in the top ten. I don't. Th- I think Premiere deserves it. Would have deserved it more. Yeah. Wait, the what first... was bad about the second half? Everything. <laughs> not, the story. Not... The story entangled a little bit, and the animation fell off dramatically. Definitely. I, I won't. I won't quite say dramatically. It was still okay. Like this is Studio Mappa. They can be. Hit. Weird thing is with Dororo, I watched season one on a weekly basis. Then I fell off. Then for season two, I came back to it and binged all season two. And for me, it worked a lot better for for me Maybe, personally. Yeah. I guess for a lot of people. It and the ending is better binge. Yeah, but way better binge. That's how I recommend watching it. And the ending for me, it was so good. It got like every single theme and narrative note and character art finished just the right way. Like for me, it's like it's worth it just for the ending. That's how good the ending is. I thought yeah, the it has a great out. ending. Yeah, I thought the ending was an absolute cop out. Oh. Oh, really? You I take, that, you cool. take that back. Spicy, spicy take, spicy take. <laughs> take that back. I think though the the, the show really peaked yeah. at where he where he first meets his brother and his dad, and then it, it never quite gets back to that. Yeah. I thought the ending was fine though. Hmm. So, with that, we move on to number nine, and number nine coming in with forty-two points is. Fruits Basket. <gasps> oh, fuck. Ooh, wow. Ha <laughs> 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 so low. Well, uh, this was my anime of the year, so fuck yeah, all of you. Blow. I assume you're the, you're the, you're you the first place you vote. There's two first place votes, actually, so he's one yeah. of them. Okay. I don't know who the other one was, and I don't even think I could think of who it is. Anyways, um, Fruits Basket was basically perfect for me. Um, I just loved everything about it. The characters, the development. Um, it made me ball in like two episodes near the end, like in a row. Um, with some of the things that happened, so I just really have no complaints with it, except that I want more, and I'm glad we're getting more mm-hmm. because I'll probably top my list next year too if it gets up this level of quality. It's a good thing I'm. It's a good thing these two shows place next to each other, so I can get all my bad hot takes out in one go. <laughs> I didn't. Oh I, I thought. I thought the show was kind of boring. Right, you're off and the I podcast. Did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how much it. do you? I mean, three strikes, you're out. I don't know what to say. <laughs> how much are you? Do you really like shoujo at all, though, King? Yeah, I, I think it's just not for me. I, I, I think I watched it because people were telling me, "Oh, it's good. It's a really good adaption." And then mm. I just don't think it's for me. Kingsley doesn't no, like f- things that make you feel good. Yeah, that's a that fair. That's not true. That's I love it. a fair take. Anyway. It's a bad take. It's a fair take. Just kidding. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 these two shows placing at ten and nine are perfect <clears throat> because I'm I, I'm happy they're there, but I'm happy they're not higher. <laughs> All right, we get it. You don't like them. Number eight. You're a, hate, you're a hateful being. I didn't even necessarily dislike them. They're just not shows I would have put anywhere near my top 20. I, All right. I but now, that. number eight. That. We're at number eight at 44 points. And it is Carol and Tuesday. I am surprised this isn't hired. It only has one first place vote. Like, this show, people are hardcore for this show. This show is great. It's fantastic. It. It's really good. It's not Watanami's best show, but 
as I said in my wrap about the first season is the one where it feels like this is a show he's wanted to make for a very long time because it's so self-indulgent. Yeah. But then there's the second season where it kind of feels like this is a show he feels like he needs to make right now with like a lot of stuff happening in the real world. So it's a show I do respect probably more than I love, but I still like it a lot. Like the soundtrack for it is like outstanding. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. The songs are great. Uh, the auto-tune is terrible. That's probably the... Like, I, I know it's petty, but I left it off my list because the last song was ruined by severe case of auto-tunitis. It's disgusting. Really? If that sh- okay. it's, I think some of those singers sounded awful through auto-tune and it ruined the song for me. So, Erdogan, though, man. Wow. Do you think I the auto-tune... You were done with, I thought you were done with hot takes, Kingsley. I loved this show. It was great. I think the ending, again... I, I think I'm just being mean because I, I love... I really like. I've I've watched all the shows so far, and I like them all. So I've heard of no one. I have never heard anyone say auto tune as a complaint for an anime show. That's the first time I've heard that as a complaint for a show. Do you, Do you think the auto tune was there as like a Kanye West type style of deliberate auto tune, or was it like because of the because the singers were bad? No, I think a couple of them were definitely like that because like there was a, a couple which would like very much vocode, like they'll kind of like a vocoder where like they'll have multiple harmonies going on at the same time when they're singing. But for yeah. me, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't. It's like deal with run of the wind. I can't disconnect myself enough from music to mm-hmm. believe that bullshit when I'm watching a guy singing a three part harmony on stage, auto tuned, on his own. I'm like, no, no. So my my question is, like do you that. guys think? The show would have been even higher if it hadn't been on Netflix. Definitely, yes. definitely, yeah. Not, not that's, the, that's the only reason I hadn't watched it yet. For like personally, for myself, because honestly, though, the one thing that was really good about it being a Netflix is that the show ends thematically at Christmas New Year, and Netflix released it at that time. And I can imagine that would be a really, really good time to watch it. Like, I am. I wish, I wish it was delayed the season. <laughs> I am dead certain that's why they held off on season two for so long, but even so, like, that's still not a good reason to hold off on a show. It's like, again, this is a huge beef I have with Netflix's anime scheduling, you know, as a, general, as a whole, is that when you just dump them all at once, the hype just, like, dies so quickly, and that's why I'm so annoyed with, like, the release schedule B-Stars, which still doesn't have a date yet. I'm I'm really annoyed about that. It's 2020. There's a date next, at next least. Year, 2021. <sighs> One day. Number seven. And number seven at 58 points, which is a pretty big jump from 44 points, is Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. Ooh. I never even watched this one. Me neither. That was mine. This was my number one. I gave it number one. This was a good time. Dude, this this was very good. So why (laughs) was it your number one? Why was it my number one? Well, I felt like... So one of the the biggest issues that always like annoys me when we get like these sort of high school dramas um, is so there are a couple of tropes that really get on my nerves. For example, one of them is when people magically, you know, like have absolutely no memories of when they were eight, even if it's like their mother died. And then they're like, what? I had a mother. I don't remember that. I was only eight. Um, and I feel like, you know, so things that are like nitpicky for me. But another one that really bothers me is that there's always this like pretend that like teenagers don't know what sex is at all. Like they've they've never heard of it before. They're like, oh my god, if you hold hands, you get pregnant, right? Like I don't think there's or clamp the hair ribbon, right? I don't think there's anyone in real life <laughs> who actually would think that. 
but I think that like right like that like chastity like that kind of like um, <clears throat> trope is really really common as even in like coming of age like dramas in anime and so it was refreshing that this was like a much more like realistic depiction of the ways that like teenagers um you know like think about and um deal with things regarding like sexuality and um sex you know and so i thought mm-hmm. that it was really good at that and it was just a really um well done production in general too yeah <laughs> I, I will I will agree with you for the most part. Like that's what got me in the first couple of seasons of it, which I really adored was that, you know, this is a really mature a mature show, really smart show. But fortunately it's somehow st- it, it's still a Mario Okada piece and the problems I have with feel her writing are still here where it's got a very strong opening. Then the middle kind of loses a lot of, not necessarily steam somehow, it's not necessarily a pacing issue, it just kinda of like meanders a bit. And then there's there's the ending which they had to wrap up. It's got an anime original ending, which I really just didn't care for it. You, you can tell this thing was kind of like wrapped up at the end, but still I a good that show. The, the whole, I thought that the middle <clears throat> part of the show was one of the most like, that was definitely the part where I was like, oh my God, I want like the next episode now. Like I don't yeah. really, I, I can't really agree with that point about like meandering and boring because I thought that the middle part was the part that had me at the most edge of my seat most of the time. Mm. Although I do think your point about the ending, mm. I definitely feel yeah. like there, you know, like there were moments that the ending could have, there are parts that could have been better, but I thought that the very, very end, like the last like couple of scenes, the last were, like, two lines, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. It was perfect. Those were right. Those were right. So this was, this was my number. I put this at number three. Um, I liked it for all the same reasons as <clears throat> protons already said. It was just really, really solid. Yeah. And we've, we've did an annotated review on it too, actually a co- one of those collaborative reviews. So if people mm-hmm. want to hear like our more full thoughts on that, then, you know, check that out as well. And that review but turned out really well too. It did. That's probably one of my favorite um, annotated reviews we've done. But moving on to number six now. Ooh. With 67 points is Astra Lost in Space. Oh, oh no. Bitch. I am so sorry, Kingsy. I am so sorry. When you told that me should be, that should be higher. When you, when you told me about that in chat, I just grimaced. I went, "Oh, this is gonna, not going to end well." Wait, what happened? Uh, this is this was my number one. I think it's honestly the best show of the year. This is my number well, two. I gave this it. Was watched. It's the best. This was my number eight. I, mm. I rate. What did I rate it? Hold on. Um, I yeah, gave to me, it, this was the second best show. I gave it number nine. Yeah, yeah it was like, eight. I'm, eight for oh, me. Oh man, this should be higher. What the hell? Yeah, this show is it was definitely my favorite it's like we don't get many sci-fi anime and we don't get many sci-fi anime that have a beginning middle and end and get a whole story it had two uh, double episodes told the whole story i loved it this thing uh, yeah, the the end the, the the ending was so solid the the yeah. way the story the, the story was so well constructed from beginning it to was end. throwing yeah. twists at you every episode and then it would throw I, twist on every twist. twist made sense like none of the twists ever were like wait that's a bullshit ass pull every twist built on stuff you already knew yeah, I loved the ending a lot too. Like, I know it was, it was like, there was some complaints that it was too, like, neatly packaged, right? Like, a little. Like, oh, everything just worked out. And I think that's true, but I actually liked it for that because every once in a while, you just want to see, like, everything work out awesomely for everyone, you know? And it was really good at being, like, giving you, like, an epilogue where you just get to see, like, everyone, like, you know, doing good shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm all about this positivity, you know, for yeah. something in this year. Yeah, it was one of those shows that was like 
not everything needs to be a deconstruction of this or a satire of that. It was just yeah, its own thing, and it this knew what it was, and it rolled with it the whole way. Even though I didn't put it high on my list, I still really, really enjoyed it. It was easily yeah. the best sci-fi of the year. Yeah, I think this is like one of the most uncontested shows of the year for being good, but maybe not everyone watched it. That's the thing. It's one of those shows where I think I people guess. probably... Yeah. I really so, expected it to be in the top three. I was I was hoping for top five. I'm kind of sad it's just missed out. Yeah, it's it's one of those things though. Like I I don't really sweat the details with these too much because the difference between um, number three and number six on this list is relatively minimal. In that probably most people on Anate who watched the number three show and the number six show liked it a lot, right? Like it's it's not. I don't know. I don't really think it matters too too much the difference in the positions like it was clear like everyone really enjoyed the show i don't know anyone who was like astro was terrible yeah no. there's i well i'm get from what i've kind of been working out there's no show above this that i'm gonna be mad's above astro i just wish astro was higher but we'll see about that <laughs> and with that we got number five at 75 points without a first place vote the promised yeah. neverland yeah wow yeah, seventy-five no points with vote. no first place votes. Yeah, I was, I, yeah. a lot I, of people I, I gave it like second and third. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was number six on mine. Allow me I to be kinky and use the hot take, and I didn't like the show. I gave it number four. Wait, why didn't you like it? <laughs> I don't know. That thing is, I couldn't. I couldn't quite like. I tried to. Someone else asked me that same question. I was like, yeah, hey, I don't really like, and I couldn't. I can't express it. I just was watching it. I'm like, I don't like this i don't care about this these kids are way too fucking smart it really bugs me like mm-hmm. they're acting like adults they're supposed to be like six and yeah. like the 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 incredibly racist black chick bothered me like i know some people are like blah 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 japan doesn't have racism like that depiction is racist as hell that was a that was a fun it's actually a problem from the manga's depiction which is really right so... but you're adapting the manga so maybe make a change of there yeah Wait, who that what i'm curious about is who was making that was it there wasn't anyone on Anna- Okay, no, don't you remember there was one day uh one person who's no longer in the chat was really you and i were arguing yeah. with them about it yeah i forgot about that that's right yeah that's the no, thing but I, 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 I would say the thing is, i, I, mean, I can tell a... i could tell it's good like i can look at it and go this is well made this is well put together they're doing a good job with it but i couldn't get myself to care yeah, I thought with the promised Neverland. So first off, I totally agree. Right, the depiction of what do they call her in the like Claude? Claude? Crone. Crone. Oh, they call her Crone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought right that that was particularly right a problematic depiction, but the manga is really is a real is really good, and the anime was an incredible adaptation of the manga. Like I thought. So one thing that hits thematically home is so isabella right you know the mother of Mm -hmm. that's you know that's raising all of them in the orphanage so she has this song um that she always sings that's from like her childhood and you know there's some i'm not going to get into the details of the song because it's spoilers but it's a really like important emotional song to her and it's a really good um like encapsulation of like a lot of like the themes of that like first arc and it's in the manga too, but the manga doesn't have an auditory, you know, it's not an auditory medium. So you can't hear the actual song, but Mm. the version of the song that they wrote for the anime was 
really good and they use it a lot to really good effect like sometimes it's part of the background music and then at the very end um she actually sings it and it was like it just really like hit home i was i just thought they did a really good job with stuff like that Mm. yeah part of the reason i liked um this show so much is it was one of the few shows this year that i had read the manga before i watched the anime and yeah i think like watching the first season of the anime or watching or reading that arc in the manga, I think the anime is actually better um, for like, like because horror typically works better um, on the screen, unless you're the Junji Ito collection. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cause that shows that show is awful, but promise Neverland is not awful because it knows how to, how to adapt the page to the screen and how to use direction and music and camera movement and all that to just make everything that much better. All right. So I think it's now time for number four on the list. So it actually just has one more point above the promised Neverland. It's got 76 points and that goes to Kaguya-sama love is war. Oh yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That was a very popular show. This didn't even make my list. This is the one that really surprised me about. Replaced. Really, it's, it's a pretty popular show. I kind of held off on viewing it. I I haven't fully watched it yet because I was kind of certain it was going to get a dub at some point, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll pick." Along, and then Funimation somehow didn't make a dub for it. So yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's too bad. But I gave it number two, so I'm a huge fan of this one. Mm-hmm. It definitely had one of the I best like, OPs of the year. I really like the manga. Is one of my favorite manga of all time, and it's a really good anime adaptation of that manga. And so, I mean, it was just awesome. Like, it's it's a weird thing because sometimes, for example, The Promised Neverland, as much as I loved it and I loved the adaptation, there's still a certain element of like, oh, I've already read the manga. You know, like the I probably would have enjoyed the anime even more if I hadn't. But I felt like with Kaguya-sama Love is War, even having read all the manga, um, I was still like really, really enjoying it. Like, it was the kind of thing where I watched it, enjoyed it, even though I'd already read the manga, and then enjoyed it so much that I'd be like, you know, call my roommate over and be like, hey, you guys, let's watch this together. I'll watch it again with you. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's just, this show I just really enjoyed. I can't say anything bad about it. It's, yeah, me neither. Yeah. It's very solid. It's a show I'm it's, very happy it's in the top 10. It, yeah. I wouldn't have put it this high, but I'm not mad it's here. Like it's I said, the second that season. OP, that OP, man, that is some, that is some love, is war, that love is war, love is war, love is war. And that ED. And ED with Chica. Yeah, that yeah, Ford in the Crunchyroll Awards. Yeah, that better win. That's gotta win, surely. <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed this show too. I think I just it didn't impact me as much as the other shows on my top ten, so I think that's why I left it out. Like I enjoyed it at the time, but it didn't stick with me much. Beyond I mean, the I didn't vote for it either, but I liked it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. getting a second season this year, so that's hype. Will the do you think the second season will get to the point like ordering it will still take a while to get to the bits where it's he's gonna they're actually gonna get together or i'm assuming so because it's a romance i, I don't yeah. i don't know i don't know how far how far it will get honestly i think that it got about halfway through the fifth volume in the first season so if it doubled that they'd get to like the ninth or tenth volume probably so how we'll many see. volumes are there there are all uh, in japan i think they're on volume 14 or 15 right now Oof. cool yeah. I mean, I'd be happy for this to keep getting seasons. It's a pleasant show. I like the characters. Like, it didn't grab me at the very first episodes, and then 
that whole episode three with Chica and then the and the ending that 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 this is like where the free episode rule really works. Yeah, well, it, I think that with shows like Kaguya, the whole idea, right, is that it's building up right on the humor of previous episodes, yeah. and so I mean, for some people, don't get me wrong, for some people it might click immediately, but for a lot of other people, even the people who like it at first it gets much better over time because that's, it, it rewards multiple viewings. The longer you watch it, the more you're like, all right, you're like, oh yeah, that was really funny. But now they made it even more funny because they've added onto it in this way or something like that. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed it quite a bit. But now I think that it is time to move on to number three. Yes. And number three coming in at 79 votes is demon slayer demon slayer not surprised this is like the least surprising pick of the year best animation of the year maybe uh no it's it's up there it's like the top one of the top ones but there's a couple of shows i think about it's still good work by affordable but their 3d just isn't quite there yet it's not bad but you can definitely tell when they're using 3d animation the water effect that he gets though it's so cool yeah, that yeah, is cool. I think, um, I think a lot of people for this show, it comes down to whether you can tolerate his two friends or not. I like Boarhead guys. <laughs> I, I like both of them. So Demon Slayer, my my thing is, so that was the same thing, is that the characters that came in in the middle of his two friends were obnoxious, although they kind of mm. grew on me a little bit by the end. Um, but the Boarhead biggest guy thing for improves. me, with the biggest thing for me with Demon Slayer, though, was that um, it makes really great use of its setting you know it's it's Mm -hmm. in like the taisho period and they do a really good job with that because it's got first off it has a lot of like that kind of like aesthetic stuff like his moves right with like the circular water emotions and stuff like that but it also is really good because it has right you have sometimes when he's in tokyo it feels you know you've got like trains and stuff like that and it feels like very um modern and early 20th century and then but he's also going off to villages and in a lot of villages at that point in time you know it was still really like things hadn't necessarily developed to the same degree as places like tokyo and i think they did a really good job of the of capturing the aesthetic um and a lot of the kind of like the setting of the period and taking advantage of that quite a bit so that was really Mm. well done i thought it was a it's a cool setting like i'm i'm a big fan of uh trains and stuff like that so seeing that kind of thing coming up i'm looking forward to the movie i'm really looking forward to the movie yeah, yeah I, I gave any, it third, any, I gave it third place so i like yeah it. i think i gave it third place too i think i might have given it third place let's have a look <laughs> actually i gave it six i gave it four, i gave it fourth place like it has flaws. I wish they did more with his sister. Gave her more agency instead of being the box yeah. all the time. But the, the fight character. scenes once again, it's a shonen. Fight scenes are important. It nails yeah. the fight scenes, and I love that you never that you never get a sense that the character, the main character, is guaranteed to win. He's never overpowered in any situation. He's usually fighting from behind. Yeah, that's really because you know. need stakes. You have to have stakes for for you to care, and the show gives you stakes. I, I do get that part, but the thing is, is that when you always, when you kind of get put behind all the time, you still manage to make it out. It's still kind of the same effect where it's like, okay, yeah, he's doing badly right now. How is he gonna pull it out of his ass? Well, so it's, it kind of has well, the same problem as. I think you know, that sometimes. Sometimes he so, just gets bailed out by other people. Right. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Okay. Is I feel like he gets bailed out relatively frequently. Like he might, right. he'll have a moment where he'll he'll grow during the battle and he'll be able to overcome a certain part of that of the combat but it might not necessarily be enough in and of itself. And that's usually when other people help him. 
And I thought I think it's good about that because I mean that's also a big shonen trope. You know, it's like oh we're doomed, but now we've got the reinforcements coming in, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. But I think that they do a good job about balancing those. It's not like it's always reinforcements or it's always him just BSing his way to the top. Yeah. So I thought they were really good about kind of like having him grow consistently as opposed to just randomly making it happen for the sake of battles. So that right. was good. Too. I know. I know. We I talked really about... think. No, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Um, I know we talked about it before, like it's uh people are saying like, oh it's redefining shonen low no it's doing shonen by the numbers amazingly that's what it does yeah. it doesn't yeah. do anything like special but it's it does following the so recipe well. it's just following an old recipe but it's doing it well and giving you a delicious cake it's mm-hmm. doing it pretty well even though it still has a few shortcomings of shonen that even i don't like like um zenitsu the dorito haired oh, kid i zenitsu loathe him fiery passion and another part that really irked me was when they introduced the uh the, the council members, or whatever, the leaders of it. Yeah. That reminded me of a part of Bleach that I really did not like, where it's like, oh, these are all badasses, but they're all complete idiots in a sort of way. So it it has a lot of good parts of shown, but still has a lot of parts of shown that, for me, kind of drag yeah, it down they, from achieving like true greatness. So they introduced those guys super late and didn't have any time to develop them. I'm hoping yeah. the other characters going down the line. But, I mean, the I'm key, I think, the key to Demon Slayer, I really think, is that the main character is likable and empathetic. And so that yeah. It, yeah. everything that happens to him, you care about. And, that's and he's not, he's not a hothead is the big thing to me. Like I'm so sick of the guy of people just being like obnoxious. Like I'm going to defeat everything. Fuck you. You know? And then like, for example, like the, the errands of the world from attack on Titan. Right? <laughs> or let, let's and say I, if your magic is never giving up. Yeah. And so I feel like, um, <clears throat> like, uh, what's his name? Tanjiro was a much more, um, <laughs> bearable like he was he was one of the few shonen protagonists where i was like oh this guy seems like a likable dude i don't know then that, that's obviously personal taste but i i think that mm. some people like i know gugsy brought up that point too because gugsy usually hates shonen protagonists and he did not mind this guy so if that says anything i would never have guessed that gugsy hates shonen protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> he's, ne- he's never made it apparent before it's a complete right. time oh. <laughs> we, you know we should tr- get him to try to watch my hero academia i think he'd really like yeah. it yeah and that and that protagonist is really empathetic too yeah Deku's yeah. the most non-hot-headed protagonist oh yeah empathetic right. more so, like pathetic moving on, moving on to number Whoa. two though on our list so there's a pretty big jump in points here because demon slayer at number three at 79 <laughs> but number two with 101 points is mob psycho 100 season two. Oh. I'd Damn, like to that's... point out that it's number two, but it has the most first place votes. Yeah, yeah. it does have the most first place votes. God, that show is amazing. That yeah. is such a good show. I haven't seen I have yet, either. I have I yet to hear a single person. People like it at different levels, but I have yet to see a single person who said it wasn't good. The animation's it's, so good from Mob Psycho. It brings the it brings the characters along to a better place. Like they, they all improve. Like the animation is incredible. Those fight scenes are like it's the only reason I wouldn't put Demon Slayer at the top of the year because fuck me, that is incredible. Bones not out of the park. Yeah, and there's not a, there's not a single character from season one who carries over who isn't improved by the season. Yeah, Reagan's development alone was is, is worth putting. Oh, it but, but that, that that double episode in the middle where like he go, he goes in the game show and they completely like tilt him on his head. That is oh. such a good little moment. What a great and show! That, it yeah. is so good. I really need to watch this show. I haven't seen either season. Oh man, you should! It's this. It's really incredible. 
it's 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 a testament to the fact that one isn't a great writer even when like look at the difference between this and one punch man 2 like these are both yeah. season 2s to sh- to his work but i think while where the writing kept one one punch man on the list the animation that bones did in this and his writing combined it's it's not my favorite show of the year it's really high up there i think it was my third place uh what did i give it it's definitely like I gave it six points. I, I put it yeah. uh, fifth. No, I know, yes. I know. I gave it nine points. So it, it just missed out. My, I'm being number one, and yeah. yeah, like everyone else, I will say this is a testament because Mob Psycho, the first season for me, that wasn't really that high because I did feel like I covered similar ground to One Punch Man. But then in season two, I suspected, I had hoped that you know, okay, we've like established everything. Now let's see where everyone goes. And season two is just like every single episode, just like knocks it out of the park they're they're all uniformly excellent there's no bad episode in this season no and but so, i guess we know what's number one now i think yes yeah, yeah. there's only one show it could be it's a list valix love yes yeah, valix love it is definitely it's valix the love. number one show with 114 points holy shit is Val X Love. Yay! Yay! Hey, hey, right. hey, the, number, hey. the number one show is actually Vinland Saga, of course. <laughs> oh, that other Saga probably show. on every list. Yeah, I think Except everyone voted mine. For this. It wasn't on my list. Oh, it, was my, it was my number two of the year. I gave it seven points. Only reason you have no redeeming. I put a number four. Kingsey, you have no redeeming features whatsoever. Hey, hey, hey! I've got a good reason it's not on my list. You didn't watch it. I haven't watched it yet. It's all downloaded, go. sitting on my hard drive. I'm going to fucking binge it. I can't wait. All right, we're going to pause the podcast so Kingsy can go watch it all, and we'll be back. I mean, I put it number four, not number one, but I'm totally fine with it being number four. That's a damn fine yeah. show. I have watched the show, but I know I'm going to love it, so I'm, I don't care. I'm, I'm happy it's here. I just want, I'm putting it out there. The first opening theme was fantastic. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Here's the thing, though. Okay, I really, I want. Do you? I, let me ask you a question, Requiem. You're gonna ask do me you, if I like Screamo again? Do you? Yes. <laughs> do you like? Do you like metal? No. You asked me the same question when we had this discussion on the right. on the regular podcast. So then, of no. course, you're not. Of course, you're not gonna <clears throat> like the song then. All right. Fair enough. I think. This anyway, is just, great this show. Is probably this is probably the, the the least contestable first place. I don't think oh, any yeah, show easily. comes close. Mm-hmm. I've not even watched it, and I know this show is incredible. Mm. Yeah, the total... I mean, like, Mob Psycho was the only thing that had even remotely close to as many points, and Vinland mm-hmm. Saga still beat it by quite a few points, so... And, and I, I also want to... No, go ahead. One thing, one thing I want to say about it is that even though it got fewer first-place votes from Mob Psycho, it got, like, three times as many second-place votes. So even when it didn't get onto the first place, it was still, like, in a lot of people's, like, you know, top, like, five or three shows so the thing that was yeah. remarkable to me about vinland saga is that it's so good and so engaging even though it's so brutal like nothing good ever happens on this show yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just a pain and misery and betrayal and all this stuff and yet you're just there the whole yeah. time like yeah, yeah. stab the motherfucker so, yeah so you'll love it kingsley <laughs> i yeah I, I genuinely know like i've got the whole thing downloaded sitting on a hard drive because i'm sorry gonna love I, it, I, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna fly with Japan. Oh, wait, that doesn't work this time because <laughs> it's all on Amazon, isn't it? You're gonna totally uh, love it. Yeah, it's, you it's could fly over to. 
you could fly over to Japan and still watch it on Amazon here too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a show that I'm going to watch when I've kicked out my backlog. I will watch it by the end of this season. It's like really high up there on shows I want to watch from last year. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, I've, I want to say I think it's also a testament to that an Amazon show actually got first place on the poll. Like, yeah, that's Amazon, a good point. Amazon mm-hmm. yeah. putting out some quality work. Like, and I know we rag on Netflix, but both they, Amazon, Amazon and Netflix have been putting out great shows this year. Yeah, and Amazon fixed their shit because they do it on a weekly basis, and you don't need a five dollar subscription to get the anime anymore. Like, hey, we oh, watch your shows if you make it easier to watch. How about Can you that? imagine if they had locked this behind the strike paywall and nobody had seen it? Oh, I that think would be I devastating. Think Mob, I think Mob Psycho, Blade of the Immortal, and probably even Babylon, but none of them would have made the list. No, Mob, Mob Psycho was on Crunchyroll, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Mob, Mob Psycho was on Crunchyroll. What did but I say? Babylon, yeah, but Babylon, Vinland Saga, yeah. uh, Blade Immortal, all of those are... Oh, and Psycho Pass 2. That's why. And, 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 uh, and Dororo. Right. And, and Dororo. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because... Uh, sorry, I think it's because you've got it highlighted. I just read it out. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't be mad oh, yeah. at this top five at all, really. No. Yeah, no, I'm I think our top five are our top five are real solid. Yeah, I just wanted. I, to... I think top ten as well, but top five. I like. I feel like top five has a little bit of something for everyone in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to point out how good of a character um, As- Ashalad was in Vinland Saga, like even more so than like Torfin, the main character. Ashalad was really what made Vinland Saga so good for me. He yeah, was just. He was awesome. His yeah, development. Dictionary definition of the magnificent bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the absolute madman at the end of the series. Oh, or at the end of the season. So his his development, even though he like his whole like he's already developed like end of his arc character, and that's not a spoiler because they kind of introduce him as that. Um where he ends up um and how he develops even more so than the actual main character of the show is so remarkable and realistic and well done that that that's what made Vinland Saga so good for me was him. I mean, it's a match made in heaven really, isn't it? Like it's an old manga that has a lot of source material and it got given to a studio and, and, and a company that just fed it money. <laughs> it was like, isn't it a pretty new stuff. manga? No, no, this, is, oh. this thing is this thing's been going for so long they could make like seven seasons out of it. Yeah, oh it's because it's, it's still going to this day. So. Yeah, people like people. What people? I heard people joking when it finished. Like this is just the fucking prologue, because that's <laughs> what it says at the end. Yeah, no. the, actually, the, the last episode is literally called "End of the Prologue." Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> they're wild. They're wild. Which is which is a ballsy madman move. <laughs> yeah. Dude, maybe hopefully it gets a second season one of these days. I, mean, I hope so. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Just yeah. hoping, hoping the uh, Amazon slavery budget is giving it gets it another few yeah. seasons. The Amazon slavery budget. All right. So with that, that has been our top anime of 2019 list from Anate. So once again, number ten, Dororo. Number nine, Fruits Basket. Number eight, Yay. Carol and Tuesday. Number seven, O Maidens in Your Savage Season. Number six, Astra Lost in Space. Woo! Number no. five, Promise Neverland. Number four, Kaguya-sama Love is War. Number three, Demon Slayer. 
number two mob psycho 100 season two and finally Ooh. in number one with 114 votes vinland saga so thank you everyone for tuning in as we discuss this list um when this episode of the podcast goes up we will also be posting written articles with the list of shows so you can reference those as well uh and everyone stay tuned for the rest of future content in the anime podcast anime podcast season five as well as some stuff we'll have more info for our decade lists potentially in the foreseeable future and we will see you guys next time bye Bye. Bye. Bye.